Ladies and gentlemen, it was an awesome weekend for NFL football, unless, of course, you're a fan of the Seattle Seahawks or Pittsburgh Steelers. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. And oh boy, are we going to talk about Wild Card Weekend. Look at my finger guns go. We also have to talk about the NHL and, of course, Kyrie Irving playing not playing? I don't know. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome, welcome to the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with me, your host, Nick Durego. Now I know uh, my surroundings, for those watching the YouTube channel, are a little weird today, and maybe my voice sounds a little weird and the light's not right. Due to some light construction within my house, I've moved this roadshow to, wait for it, my dining room. Exciting stuff. You can even see Christmas tree in the background and, and a little halo over my head. Ooh, very nice, right? Right? Okay, friends. For those of you that are new to the program, I promise you it usually looks and sounds much better than this. But we like to talk about all the sports news and information from the previous week and give you some insight into what's going to happen in the next week, month, year, etc. Whew. Do you guys have a good weekend? I had a fun weekend. Mostly just, again, construction projects, fun things. I got it. I have access to my attic now. So look out, world, because that's a thing. Okay, clearly you're not as excited as I am. It's fine. We're going to move on to talk about sports. And boy, how doozy. There's a lot to talk about. All right, so obviously this is the start of the NFL playoffs. It was today. And uh, yeah, let's look at some of these games here. First off, Bills and Colts. Bills get their first win in 25 years, winning 27-24 to over the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, it, you know, it was a close game. Buffalo really held it, though, throughout uh, most. Uh, 324 yards and two TDs by Josh Allen. Oh, I'm sorry. He also rushed one of those touchdowns. So, bam. Stefan Diggs, by the way, 128 yards, and he had one of those touchdowns as well. Now, if you're a Seattle fan, you did not enjoy the Rams-Seahawks game. Uh, Rams got the better of Seattle. Jared Goff ended up playing after uh, a nasty, nasty injury uh, by Wolford uh, early in the game. Jared Goff, 155 yards himself in a TD. Oh my goodness, though, was... I just can't believe this game was crazy. Game was crazy. Seattle just couldn't hold it together. Russ had only 178 yards, 11 for 27 that's not great if you're Seattle. They held with it for most, but really not their year. Not their game. Not their year. They're done. Outs. Caputi. All right. Buccaneers got a win over the Washington football team. Washington, good job making the playoffs. You definitely shedded the Redskins curse now that that's no longer your name. Maybe you'll be a successful franchise. Who knows? Meanwhile, the Buccaneers uh, won 31-23. Tom Brady almost 400 yards at 43 years old, two TDs, the Bucks moving on 
to the next round. All right. Ravens, they got a win over the Titans, 20-13. Lamar Jackson, over 100 yards rushing for him. And uh, he gets his first ever playoff win. Lamar, you know, has been a... Hmm, he's a monster. The guy is a monster. Definitely deserves this win. Really happy for the Ravens. And uh, they we, honestly, it was close. It, it really was close in the end. It, it turned out... Uh, Tannehill threw a pick with the remaining couple seconds left in the game, and that really just sealed the deal. Uh, Saints beat the Bears 21-9. This was a surprise to absolutely nobody. Uh, Drew Brees extends his career at least one more game as the Saints go marching on to the next round. Is that overplayed? Doesn't matter. I said it. We're moving on from it. Browns and Steelers. Actually, this game is still going on, so I teased the Steelers earlier in the game, but you know what? Maybe they could end up winning here. Listen, Pittsburgh gave up a touchdown on the very first snap. Literally uh, botched the snap, right? Ball goes spiraling behind Roethlisberger, and guess what? After fumbling a couple times, ends up in the hands of the Cleveland Browns, scoring 14 seconds into this game. Then they followed it up with 28 more points in the first quarter. Quarter, not half. 28 in the first quarter. They were winning 28 nothing. Looks like the Steelers have finally scored something. Uh, by the way, I should mention this far in the game, Baker Mayfield only has 69 yards, and he's only attempted nine tosses. Kareem Hunt, meanwhile, has two of those touchdowns to uh, his name at the moment. So the Browns could upset Pittsburgh. Let's see what happens. We're going to keep our tabs on this game, our eyes, our tabs, and our mouths on this game as we continue forward. Now, uh, for those of you watching the Saints-Bears game, uh, you could have watched it on CBS, or if you wanted the kid-friendly version, <laughs> the kid-friendly version aired on Nickelodeon. Yes, yes, they aired football on Nickelodeon. I guess they didn't have any new episodes of SpongeBob to show instead. But uh, the, the best part of this game was, uh, <laughs> oh God, I'm going to mess up this name, Corderell, Corderell Patterson drops an f-bomb in the closing seconds of the first half oh it's hilarious here we go like kid-friendly football and then you hear a what the f love it i <laughs> love it uh yeah cbs may have to think twice about mic miking up its players during these uh these games uh we mentioned lamar jackson 100 yards rushing for him and moving on to some teams who uh, aren't playing this weekend. The Houston Texans are still searching for, a G well, no, longer searching for a GM as they hired Nick Casario. Uh, however, they paid a lot of money uh, to a recruiting firm. And they were told that they should hire Pittsburgh Steelers Vice President of Football and Business Administration, Omar Khan. One of just two minorities uh that were that were on the gm market this year and uh i gotta say this is probably not a smart move as soon as deshaun watson found out quarterback for the texans he was pretty gosh darn upset and i don't blame him for it uh especially because nick casario wasn't even on their list of candidates 
and yet this is this is who they ended up hiring. So uh, there have been chats about Deshaun Watson maybe being traded. He may want out of Houston after a miserable move like this. Uh, there has been some. Mm, mm, there, there just hasn't been a very happy relationship right now between Watson and the Texans. And uh, there's a little big shakeup going on. Typically, a GM moves in. He wants his own guy at quarterback. Deshaun could be on the outs. I, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Although, it's kind of funny. All this crazy stuff in Cleveland. You have, you know, the whole James Harden situation. I'm sorry, Cleveland. I meant Houston. James Harden. You got this whole this whole situation now with Deshaun Watson. You have the Astros and their scandals over the last few years. Not really the type of place you want to play ball now, is it? Oh, I'm just a Houston hater. Doug Peterson. Is he leaving Philadelphia? Could he be traded from Philadelphia? Listen, it's no surprise that the Philly media, the fans, even the players are not happy with Doug Peterson. This could be a slap on the wrist. They may give him one more year, like shape up or ship out especially on a season where the Eagles had a decent enough looking team and only had to win six games, seven games to get into the playoffs. I mean, they were four, they, they were, they had four wins, four wins and a tie, right? Had they won two other games, they probably would have been in the playoffs. That's it. Just the two, just those little two, they could have been in. Uh, anyway, anywho, anyhow, actually, I'm sorry. I think they, no, I think that if they had won those two games, they would have been in. Anyway, uh, there are rumors that they might trade Doug Peterson. Uh, and you know, New York Jets are a big name, name on that list, mostly because Joe Douglas, who's the Jets GM, worked for the Patriots, was part of that Super Bowl building team. Uh, but there are a lot of teams out there looking for a coach. Jets, Jags, the Lions, the Falcons, the Chargers, and the Texans. And there's a lot of names on the market, a lot of good names on the market. I know the Jets are basically interviewing like everybody under the sun, even Marvin Lewis. That's right. Marvin Lewis, please don't hire him. Please. That would be terrible. Absolutely terrible. All right, we can move on from football. I know it's been it we had a lot of football fun this weekend. LaMelo Ball at 19 years old, the youngest ever to record a triple double. And before you think, wow, he's really good, hold up one second, because first of all, this is like his first first game where he's actually played well so far, so he's got a ways to go. The last youngest player to record a triple-double, Markel Fultz, who, let's be honest, has had a rocky career at best. Uh, so I'm rooting for LaMelo, got to play against his brother. Lonzo Ball this past weekend, and uh, maybe that's part of what uh, encouraged him or really, really made him go out there and play like a baller, like a big baller brand. It's hard to say, but I uh, really, really, uh, I like where this young kid's career is going. We'll see if there's more for the Hornets star. Okay, and if you're a fan of the Nets, you might want to turn me off. No, I'm just kidding. Listen. It's, mm, mm, as a Knicks fan, part of me is really happy that we didn't sign Durant and Kyrie two years ago. Why? First off, 
Kevin Durant playing phenomenally. He, he's fantastic. The problem is, is he's had a COVID scare. He's not really playing well with Kyrie. Um, really, Kyrie, though, is, is the issue, right? Kyrie is refusing to play right now uh, after the Capitol riot aftermath. Now, I'm not going to sit here and talk about the rioting. I'm not going to sit here and, and talk politics with you. Although, if I was, maybe I'd have my a second podcast called like Politics, Politics, Politics with Mitch Rico, and that is a mouthful to say, so I'm not going to say it. Sorry, friends. Anywho, Kyrie Irving refusing to play. The man's making millions of dollars just to put an orange ball in a basket. My God, just go out there and do it. Right? If I didn't show up to work for three days and I was making millions of dollars, my ass would be fired. doesn't matter how I feel about the Capitol riots. I would be fired. But that's that's the world we live in, where he can just do whatever he wants. The, the sad part here is that for all the money he's making, Kyrie Irving has only played, guess how many games in the last two years? 27. 27. And if you remember... He, he opted to sit out of the playoffs last year. He just didn't want to play. Just doesn't want to play. I think part of the issue is Kyrie Irving thinks he's LeBron James in that he makes a decision to not play and thinks that every other player is going to follow his lead or other players will follow his lead. And when nobody does, he then looks like an idiot, right? Because he the same thing happened last year. I'm not going to play because of everything that's happening in the world. I, 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 like I said, if I was making millions of dollars and just said, nah, I don't want to come to work, guess what would happen? Anywho, moving on from that, Kyrie, good luck. Let's take a quick look at the Steelers-Browns game. Still no change in the score. It's almost halftime, 28-7 still. Francisco Lindor is going to New York. The Puerto Rican superstar is about to get paid. Let me let me tell you this. He is probably the biggest, he could be the biggest sports star in the Big Apple right now. Bigger than anyone on the Yankees, bigger than anyone on any sports team right now in New York. It's Francisco Lindor, and he's on the Mets. That's right. Well, listen, I I think the Mets are about to they're they're it's definitely a power move. They they needed to do something and they did it. Does he make them a, a World Series contender? No, no, one player does not make you a contender. The Mets were awful last year. They need more than just Francisco Lindor. It's great that they got him. He's gonna dead a ton of sponsorships. He's going to be as big as um Carlos Beltran and David Wright and and all those Mets stars and Mike Piazza. Or he could fizzle out. You never really know with these things, huh? A lot of stars have come to the Mets and didn't succeed. A lot of stars come to New York City and don't succeed. I am hoping for the best for Francisco Lindor. I think he's going to be phenomenal. And a Puerto Rican star in New York City, you know this guy's fan base is going to be insane. I'm rooting for him. Am I rooting for the Mets? No, but I'm rooting for Francisco Lindor because he's a good guy. The Padres are on the cusp of giving Fernando Tatis a massive payday, $300 million 
10-year extension? Oh, M. Gosh, the kid is what, 20, 22 years old? He was 301 with 39 home runs, 98 RBIs, 27 solid bases, uh, and he's only played 143 games in his first two major league seasons. Finished fourth in the National League MVP voting last year. At 22 years old, this is his only his second contract. I've never heard of a player this young getting a contract this big. And, and his extension, I don't even think he was asking for more money. Maybe he was. I, I don't know. The, the Padres are obsessed right now. Obsessed with beating the Dodgers. Can they do it? Man, I love some of the moves they've made. I do. Hmm. Do I think they're better than the Dodgers yet? I don't know. The problem is, with these 10-year contracts, is usually that player maybe has three, four, five good years, and then the rest of them. And the reason being is that they're signing these 10-year contracts at 28, 29, 30 in their prime. This kid's not even in his prime yet, and he's signing this contract. Let's say, let's say it's a 10-year contract. He'll be 32. He'll be out of his prime. Personally, if I was Fernando Tatis, I would sign that I would sign that deal for he's 22, six years, a six-year deal. That way you come off of it at 28 years old. And then that's when the real dollars come in. If they're gonna pay you that much at 22, just wait till they're gonna pay you at 28. You may have just screwed yourself over, buddy, because in five years you could be making five hundred million dollars. Who knows? Or he looked at it and said, Well, I had this really amazing season. They're willing to pay me this much right now. Why throw it out in hopes that I get better? <laughs> he could just suck for the next 10 years and they'll be holding on to the purse strings. Oh, this is what I love about baseball. It's all money, 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 money. All right, NHL. Coming back this week. If you're an avid hockey fan like me, then you're crazy for hockey and what is about to happen around the corner. What I'm not crazy about are the division names. I was happy with North, South, North, Central, East, and West Division. However, these divisions are now named after, I, I don't know if they're sponsored or if they're going to be named after these things, but they each have a sponsor now. And I'm hoping they just keep it like West Division, sponsored by Honda, right? I don't know. I just hope they don't call it the Honda Division. That's all. Who are the sponsors? The West Division is sponsored by Honda, right? North Division is sponsored by Scotiabank. You have the Central, which is sponsored by Discover. And the East Division, which is sponsored by Mass Mutual. I, it's just an interesting twist on this year. And, and, and these realignments and everything, it's, it's nuts. I, while we're on the subject of the divisions and the alignments, there was a report today uh, that the NHL is not interested in keeping the Canada alignment together, and they shouldn't be. Kind of gives an unfair advantage to the Canadian teams, right? You're guaranteed that three of them get in every postseason. Plus, if you're if you're Montreal and you have to play Vancouver how many times a year, that's a lot of travel. Now, I like that they're doing a Canada division. I. I think it's it's fun for this year, but not something you should keep around. All right, a couple of rule changes, though, did go into this year. 
Uh, so they changed the offsides rule just a little bit. Uh, so starting the season, a player's skate will not have to be in contact with the blue line to be considered onside. That basically the, the whole idea here is that it helps reduce coaching challenges. Uh, and so that those types of things have been slowing down the game the last few years. Personally, not a fan of offsides anyway, but that's my own that's my own thing. Uh, this year they have a taxi roster, so uh, each team gets a 23-player roster, but they're told to keep anywhere from four to six players on their taxi squad. Additional players in case something happens, COVID, right? They can throw somebody in very quickly. That taxi squad includes an extra goalie. Each team is required to bring three goalies with them. Uh, the last few years, if you remember. Especially last year, the uh, the Zamboni driver who <laughs> ended up uh, playing in the NHL for, for the the Hurricanes, he was like had an amazing game. Uh, I think they're trying to cut down on things like that happening, especially if you're not going to have too many fans or crowd or other people in the stadium. Yeah, the Zamboni driver has to be there because you know it's ice; it needs to be Zambonied. <laughs> um, so yeah, each team is going to have a third goaltender. And then contracts, this is more for the players, but their their contracts will not be prorated for the season. So they're getting their full salary, baby, and I'm pretty sure they're happy about that. Matt's Bortzel is definitely happy about that because he just signed a new three-year contract, $7 million. Listen, there were a lot of fears uh, among New York Islanders fans because your star player wasn't going to play. Wasn't showing up to camp, couldn't, didn't, well, I'm sorry, he wasn't signed. Didn't sign a contract. The Islanders were negotiating with him. Uh, there, There's a lot that went on here in the background, but uh, he's there, and he's going to help the Islanders win a lot of games. And the biggest news, Corey Crawford retires, didn't play a single game for the New Jersey Devils, which is where he signed this offseason. Uh, Crawford, as you remember, won two Stanley Cups for the Chicago Blackhawks. Not many goalies can say they've won multiple cups and while the Blackhawks have had a couple, rough couple of years Corey Crawford has been a fantastic player for the team uh, the writing was on the wall for him he's not the starter there anymore 36 years old he's seen better days uh, but uh, yeah good good on you Corey Crawford congratulations on an amazing career one last time we're looking at the NFL NFL scores and the Browns are winning 35 to 10 at halftime folks doesn't take a genius to tell you that the Browns are probably winning this game. And that's really sad for the Steelers. Sucks. You're a Steelers fan. So, anyway, with that, I'm going to end up my show by wrapping it in a bow. So, there you go. <laughs> Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She's the content editor, logo designer, and set designer for this podcast. Of course, the song music you hear is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Special thanks, as usual, to our social media warriors, Mary Kay, Gallery, Albert, of course, Joe Calabro, who, by the way, pointed out a spelling mistake in the name of last week's podcast, and I refuse to change it because I just refuse to change it. So take that, sports fans everywhere. I don't care how you spell Bill Belichick's name because I hate the man. Anyway, uh, of course, we got to thank all of our other friends and family out there that listen to the show. Love having you. Love listening in. And if you like what you hear, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. This is how you type on things. And 
You can email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much, Gmail. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all the time I have. So don't forget to like, comment, share, Twitter at me, and all those funky doodad things on the Facebook internet machine that I just don't know how to use. Should I join Parlor? Probably not, because there's a lot of crazies on that site, right? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if I did, even just for fun, someone's going to come knocking on my door, the feds. I don't even know. I want no part of that, friends. Anyway, it's been a pleasure joining you and speaking with you. Is this kind of speaking with you? I don't really know. Love to hear from my friends and fans and family. Have a wonderful day and cuck off.